Hi, Sai. Hey, Carly. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It feels like so long since we, we chatted on this podcast. I know. it's uh, It's been a while since we've done a podcast episode, but obviously we chat all the time, but... um. Yeah, do you know what? I was, I was thinking since our last one, I think I've moved house, bought a dog, had COVID, shaved my head. Um, it's all been going on. So it's been it's been that long. It's been that long. They're not all related, by the way. I didn't shave my head because we got the dog or anything. But, um, That's perfect timing. As you said, got the dog, Fred started growling. He could sense it. Yeah, he could yeah. sense it, obviously. <laughs> so we thought we'd record a little bonus episode of Kick-Ass Employer Brands. After season one, we had loads of kind of top tips from every single episode. And we thought for those people who haven't got time to listen to the whole uh, season, they could just listen to this bonus episode and they'll have how many top tips? Uh, we had eight, eight episodes. Eight. Yeah. So we've got one one per episode. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, it was really interesting because across the season, we obviously spoke to people from like really quite different backgrounds, all with slightly different challenges, but some kind of common themes that went throughout. Um and I don't know, I mean, for me, it was really interesting hearing about people thinking about joining up on boarding with employer branding and, you know, the connection with employee experience. So it's obviously evolving and changing in terms of um, the people that, that kind of work in those areas and what they look after and how they're starting to pull all the threads together, um, which is really interesting. Mm, definitely. Did you have a favourite top tip? Oh, did I have a favourite? Do you know what? I can't remember who it was, but they talked about um the advocacy and joining up with the culture to making sure that you've always got the content for your for your employee branding stories which i thought was was a great one right because i think the, yeah. the biggest challenge that we come across is how do you keep it alive how do you keep that content coming through and how do you make sure people yeah, are seeing yeah. the employees more so than the company so it's about it's about yeah, yeah. keeping keeping close to those groups and then joining that up which is great yeah. how, how about you carly yeah uh yeah no the tip that um kind of sticks in my mind is uh Catherine um she's chief people officer at um Benefex and her top tip was all about uh really listening to people and kind of playing back the good and the bad and I think that's our experience in terms of you know when we develop um you know employer brands um narratives um, for businesses obviously there's a there will be a great side of the story to tell but what will come out from employees is some things that need working on and I think the best thing to do is be honest and in that story confront those as opposed to just playing back this you know this just the good side yeah of the story. totally I mean however good a business you are it's not all it's not all butterflies and rainbows right there's uh there's the shit that goes yeah, on and things exactly. that aren't, aren't perfect so that's uh, acknowledging that good stuff yeah 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 definitely so it's funny to think this is obviously we've done a whole season now, Carly, eight episodes, and I don't know if you can remember when we first started having these conversations. Yeah. Uh, you, it was your idea, if you remember. I was <laughs> less less keen at the outset, <laughs> said some polite words back, and uh, eventually kind of came around to the idea. And I don't know about you, but I've I've really enjoyed it. I think the more we've done, the more kind of you can relax into it and just enjoy the conversations. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But it's been really. It was interesting nice. for me because I thought you would be more up for it. Yeah. Um, but now you seem more up for it for keeping it going and I seem less up for it because I, I feel like I it's taken us a while to get around to doing this bonus episode I think mainly because I lost my motivation for it yeah. um, but actually now that we're chatting I'm like oh no I do I remember actually I really enjoy this let's do it again I mean seeing um, seeing as I'm the only other person consistently involved I was taking that a little bit personally when you didn't want to do it anymore I thought fucking hell I've <laughs> I've totally bored the shit out of her. 
I was like, I need to, need to get her interested again. What do I do? Send us some chocolates. Oh, um, but yeah, it's so funny. I'm just I mean, wondering, yeah, what should we do for season two? You know, how should we change it up a bit? Um, I'd, I'd be, I mean, it'd be interested to see actually if, if any of our listeners had any thoughts and feedback from season one and, um, you know, could potentially give us some steers. But I'm, I'm really interested in how it kind of joins up with things like employee experience and onboarding. And I wonder if there's yeah. people out there we could speak to to learn a bit more about some of the kind of connections um, yeah, yeah, in these kind of areas of the business. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, certainly, I don't know about you, but I feel every person we speak to, we, we kind of learn a little something new, even though there's common, there's common themes, but there's always a slightly different challenge, a slightly different experience, which is always, always interesting and useful. So for our listeners, we would like to introduce the eight top tips that came out of season one. So top tips from employer brand uh, specialists in lots of different industries. So hopefully there'll be something in there for everyone. Cool. So first up, we have Catherine Kendall, Chief People Officer at Benefex. Listen to your people. Listen to your people and, and, and don't censor that feedback that you hear as well. Sometimes it's really hard to hear. Sometimes I go and there's a, there's a glass door review or there's a bit of feedback on people and, and your instinct is to be defensive okay that's not true that's not true but you cannot dispute somebody's perception i might not want it to be true but that doesn't mean that that's not how that person's felt right or wrong that's how they felt and so actually listening and then really learning i think we have to become much more humble as a profession not assume that we know it all not assume that we always get it right that applies to business leaders too we don't have all the answers and nor do our people, but they have a large number of those answers. So let's listen to them, because I think by doing that, we build a much stronger business. This is Kristin Widdy. He's Head of Employer Branding at Merck Group. Uh, employees, employee advocacy, you know, that, 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 that's where it's all, it's all headed. Um, everyone's a lot more comfortable with social. People are much more happy telling their stories. People are happier on videos. And candidates are going to trust employees. You know, I think, I think the days of the big corporate message that is aspirational or is what the company wants to portray. Um, there's enough insights into organizations now that you've got to do, you've got to use your employees to tell those stories in a controlled way. So I think that will, that theme will, will really build out over the next couple of years as well, where genuinely most employees will be marketeers alongside, um, alongside being recruiters because we want them to recruit, but we now they'll now be marketeers. This is Hannah King. Global Employer Brand Lead at GSK. It's finding the, the balance between listening and being very consensus driven because, you know, everybody wants a piece of this puzzle and everybody thinks they're an expert and having the balls to put your neck on the line and make a decision. Richard Gordon, Head of Employer Brand and Attraction at Entain. I would say that at the moment, I think it's about producing good content um, and also not to get hung up on kind of uh, making it the, the slickest or flashiest that, you know, I think it's important that um, you need to get kind of your, your content in front of the right kind of people that you're looking to attract. Um, I think that, uh, I, th I think people get put off the idea of content, but because they think it's got to, you've got to invest a load of money in it, but actually, you know, we're recording this podcast and I'm, you know, imagining your uh, kind of overheads for this are very low. Does that come across? <laughs> I thought, you know. <laughs> um, so not to be um, daunted by the, the need to produce content, I think is uh, a tip at the moment is something that I'm, I'm really focusing on um, because it, you know, it goes a long way to um, 
kind of convincing people that about what you are as an employer and, and why they should join you? Nicola Boston, employer brand specialist at Holiday Extras. I mean, I think being authentic is so important um, and being really connected to your culture and your people. Um, don't just do employee brand as an initiative or a project. Um, keep at it. Keep banging the drum internally. You do have to bring people along. They just see it as recruitment. Um, and it's so much more than that. Um, so that's my top tip. I think involving your team, I think, you know, everyone probably around people know this, but involving your team and creating a sense of pride uh, is part of that. Um, and that is something that we we put a lot of time and effort into, um, for sure. Um, but I would say on a practical level, one thing I have learned through the pandemic is when it comes to your career site, create don't create something that just sits there. Great, get a really good content management system that's adaptable, that has templates, that you can create a page in a you know a day if you needed to, because it's kind of what we've had to do. Um, but actually the value that brings, and it just shows that employee brands living, breathing thing, and you can just keep updating it. But if you have a career site that's built externally that you can't really access, or if it's held by another team, it's not going to work for you. You know, if you want to create a page quickly because the team's changed and you want to showcase that team or you've now got to recruit heavily into that team, you know, just having that flexibility to do things quickly, mm. it's just so important. So, yeah, that's a big piece of advice I'd give. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Middlemiss, Global Employer Brand Marketing Lead at Shopify. I think for me, it's never treat your employer brand or your EVP as a done piece of work. Um, you know, an employer brand is a kind of li living, breathing identity, which needs to evolve and iterate constantly. You know, particularly if you're a company that's growing aggressively, particularly if you're a company that sees a lot of change, um, both from a, you know, kind of like a business strategy perspective, but also, you know, where you're like the, the disciplines that you're prioritizing as well. And I think for me, you know, treating our employer brand function as something that is constantly evolving has given us such a lot of impact towards the business and what they're striving towards. So for me, I think it's that letting go of this kind of more traditional idea of brand identity and building, you know, spending six months building something out, putting it into a deck and saying, you know, that's our employer brand and that's what we're going to work with, you know, continuously. I think there's a blend of finding brand familiarity, brand familiarity, being strategic, but also being open to, con open to consistently iterating and changing and understanding that it's going to be something that should be evolving. Uh, so for me, I think that's the most important thing and definitely has, I think, been a really useful tool for our organization to to work with, uh, particularly in the past mm. 18 months as we've seen such, you know, such incredible change. Nathan Wallace, Chief of Staff at Wesleyan. I think um, you need to focus on purpose. You need to get people to join that understand and want to contribute to why you're there because a salary will work for a certain period of time. Um, a really kick-ass website that, that, that lures you in will work for a certain period of time. But if you can't get on board of the work you're doing and why you're doing it, um, it won't be a very long marriage. So I think if you're looking for a long-term sustainable employer brand that also, if I'm honest, can compensate if you're not the most attractive payer or you, 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 you've got certain challenges you need to overcome, 
if people are bought into why they're there, they'll stay and they'll enjoy it. And here's Bex Rands, Emir Employer Brand Lead at Twilio. I would say try and use your people and make your own content as much as possibly, um, but especially when it comes to photography. Um, I think what you don't want is you don't want to uh, be using Bob, who works at Burger King, but Bob also works at, you know, at Deloitte, and he also works at, you know, Finastra, and he also works at Brains. Um, I think, you know, that because you're having to use stock footage. Yes. There is a time and a place for stock imagery. I appreciate particularly when you're building brands that it's really hard to get, you know, to get things and you need to use it, but just be conscious of the fact that when you're using it, particularly when it's an individual person, it um, it doesn't, you know, they're going to pop up a lot. Um, and I find also stock imagery can look quite unnatural and I think it don't, doesn't really showcase, showcase the company well. Mm. Um, yeah, so use your people as much as possible. That was a nice little trip down memory lane hearing from some of the, um, the top tips from season one. So there you go, Carly, a reminder that it was, it was good fun and we got lots of good stuff going. Yeah, a reminder it was great fun. Uh, we enjoyed it. It was worth doing. We chatted to some great people and here's to season two. Yes, season two. Can't wait. So uh, hopefully see you all then. Yeah. See you later. Bye. <laughs>